Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2899, Seven Things We Hold On To Long After It's Time To Let Go, by Angel Chernoff of markandangel.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Monday, welcome to one of the only podcasts in the world where blogs are narrated to you for free, and that's with permission from the authors. So with that, let's get right to our post for today and start optimizing your life. Seven Things We Hold On To Long After It's Time To Let Go by Angel Chernoff of markandangel.com. Quote, that which you hold, holds you. Tom Robbins. Jean-Marie had moved her wedding shoes from apartment to apartment, home to home, for more than 15 moves over 35 years. In her 20s, she had shopped exhaustively for the right pair, trying on dozens of shoes before landing on the perfect strappy sandals, the pair that would follow her around for the next three and a half decades. She'd always hoped to wear them again, maybe for an anniversary or a special date, but it had been years since those shoes fit, and on top of that, she and her husband had long since separated. The day before trash day, she put the shoes in her trash bin, knowing in her gut that it was time to part with them. They weighed her down. Quote, I looked at the shoes laying there in the trash, taunting me, reminding me of my wedding day, and I pushed them in deeper. I instantly panicked, but I took deep breaths and walked away, end quote. The next morning, though, she found herself next to that trash bin. She dug through the eggshells, coffee grounds, and dirty paper plates before spotting them toward the bottom. The weights we shoulder. Do you ever feel the weight of your physical belongings resting on your chest? Or maybe for you, it's your shoulders or lower back. When I feel like I own too much, I feel it on my chest, right over my heart. I can't breathe as deeply or move as freely. But if there's one thing I know, is that with every item I get rid of, I lessen that weight. Whether it's a stack of papers I no longer need or the nine kitchen utensils I've never used, with each piece of clutter I send out of my home, I can inhale deeper, move freer, and jump higher. It almost feels like magic. Our physical belongings have weight, indisputably, but they're not the only things we hold on to long past their usefulness. What other weights are you carrying? Seven things we hold on to. Number one, relationships. Do you have a relationship in your life where every interaction leaves you feeling drained or diminished? It could be a coworker, a boss, a friend, or a family member. But what marks this relationship as a weight on your chest 
is how you feel after each interaction. Pay attention to this. Number two, worry. How much mental and emotional energy have you wasted worrying about something that's beyond your control? It's amazing how our worries can come to feel like old friends. We allow our brains to follow the same pathways over and over to the point where we've tricked ourselves into believing that worrying helps, that it's even a way of showing love. But wouldn't it be 10 times more powerful to ask ourselves if there's anything we can do to improve the situation? This gives us the option of acting, not just worrying. If there's really nothing we can do, if the situation is 100% outside of our sphere of influence, what good does it do to hold on to worry? Quote, worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but never gets you anywhere. Irma Bombeck. Number three, social media. Do you follow any social media influencers who tend to leave you feeling like what you have or who you are isn't enough? Or it could be an entire platform. Maybe you've noticed that you feel down on yourself every time you open a certain app. Number four, habits. What's one habit you long to kick but aren't sure if you can? Maybe it's the amount of sugar you eat after dinner or the never enough hours of sleep you get at night. Maybe it's the tone of voice you use when you're tired or the amount of time you spend looking at a screen in your hand instead of the faces around you. Number five, thoughts. Do you have any thoughts that regularly cross your mind but are only holding you back? Are any of the following familiar? No one appreciates me. I do everything around here. Or, I'm not cut out for this. This is emotional clutter. Number six, the past. Our memories can bring us so much joy, but also so much pain, especially if we're refusing to let go of past wounds, whether inflicted by others or inflicted by ourselves. Forgiveness is power. And number seven, clutter. From paper to furniture, from digital files to expired pantry goods, too many of us are holding on for far too long. A visualization exercise to help you let go. To help you let go, can you imagine with as much detail as you can possibly summon that each item you get rid of reduces the weight on your chest? Imagine that every piece you donate, every toxic relationship you navigate away from, every limiting thought you decide to stop believing takes you closer to a lighter, freer, purer version of yourself. Finally, saying goodbye. That morning, an hour before the garbage truck would rumble through her neighborhood, Jean stopped just short of grabbing her shoes out of the bin and darting inside with them in hand. I could save the heels, she thought in that moment, but I know I can't save us. Parting with the shoes was painful, but in this case, holding on felt worse. A few hours later, she watched, standing next to the sheer curtains of her front window as the garbage truck carried those shoes away. And just as she'd hoped, she felt lighter as those shoes and the emotional weight they carried finally left her sight. You just listened to the post titled, Seven Things We Hold On To Long After It's Time To Let Go by Angel Chernoff of markandangel.com. Thank you to Angel. I think the point there at the end of the post is true. We might not actually feel any relief until that object is completely out of our hands. Like in the case of the wedding shoes, just being in the trash can wasn't enough. It took the garbage truck actually coming 
to finally feel the relief. And that's something to remember when we're trying to declutter. But this post wasn't just about material objects. Angel mentioned social media, habits, relationships, worry, and even thoughts. And those are not easy to get rid of, probably much more difficult than physical possessions, which is already a struggle as it is. So you definitely have to be patient with yourself because this is a long journey, not some one-week project. I know I've mentioned this in the past, but for me personally, moving does tend to be the time when I get rid of the most because I find it to be two birds with one stone. Not only am I decluttering, but then I move a lot less stuff. So I save either money or time, possibly both, by getting rid of stuff that I don't really need before moving into a new place. But the problem with that is that then stuff tends to accumulate when I'm settled in for longer periods of time so it can turn into a bigger project down the road. But it does help to know this. The first step is always noticing what's going on. And hopefully this helps spark something in you to let go of something this week, tangible or otherwise. And with that, have a great start to your week. Thank you for being here and listening every day. And I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.